Greetings, and welcome to Ridiculous Theories. On today's Ridiculous Theory, we're going to be examining the concept that COVID-19 could be regarded as a good thing. Now, let me give you a caveat to this theory. We are not saying that the disease itself is a good thing. We're not suggesting that people who have been affected are taking things positively or will be impacted positively by these things. However, what we're suggesting is somewhat akin to saying that the Black Death caused the Renaissance. Okay? Now, any idiot can see that on a historical timeline, the Black Death comes first. That's not what I am saying. I'm not saying that it came first, therefore it caused it. What I'm saying is that the Black Death created socioeconomic conditions that allowed societal change. It allowed us to see what was truly important or potentially regarded as more important based on an economic system that had been in place for too long and become too disparate. So the Black Death at the time that it affected Europe, the 1350s to the 1500s kind of thing on its primary way, killed a whole schwack of people. Um, this caused the important value of wealth to transfer effectively from land and capital wealth to people wealth. There were suddenly not enough people to do the required essential jobs in order to keep everybody alive. So the value of people increased. All right. So that's an important piece because that's essentially what I am trying to tie back to this idea that COVID-19 could in fact be regarded as a good thing. And we're going to continue with the idea that there is an, a socioeconomic strife in the world at this point. Um, I think that it's fairly clear to see through ideas like the, the Occupy Wall Street movement, uh, the vanishing middle class in the capitalist structure in North America, the, the disparity of wealth between the 1% and everybody else. Um, I think it's fairly clear to see that there is some challenge with the current economic system um, on the large scale. The way that the capitalist system we have is currently functioning is somewhat, shall we say, tainted. I won't say necessarily broken, but it's somewhat tainted. So what we're considering is that right now, while everybody's on lockdown during this quarantine period, now we're starting to reopen. However, during this quarantine period, we have seen that truly, what, 3% of our jobs are actually considered essential. So the other 97% of the workforce or whatever who has been deemed to hold an unessential job, how entirely motivating. As we reopen our world, how entirely motivating it is to know that you are returning to work in something that is entirely unessential. Now, that is somewhat bothersome to me in that we are looking at the world, and yes, I generalize when I say we, but there are a large number of individuals who look at the world and say, hey, this just isn't fair. I don't like the job I'm doing. I'm not liking how this is all going. So perhaps this is an opportunity for us to effect some type of change. 
during this last period, we know that everyone has finally been able to grab the guitar that they haven't touched in months. They've been baking bread. Have you seen the flour aisle at the grocery store? There's no flour. There's no sugar. There's no yeast. There's a global yeast shortage because people are at home baking bread so much. That's not a problem to me. Um, so what I'm kind of thinking is that perhaps as we roll out of this COVID-19 pandemic before we have our second or third or fourth wave or however this is actually going to roll out, as we return to quote unquote normal, what is the new normal going to look like? Now is our opportunity, like I've said, to begin to affect some type of change. We've had a natural break in the socioeconomic hamster wheel, shall we call it. So, well, with perhaps the exception of Sweden, who seems to be chugging along just fine. Um, and that's another methodology. Should we have just continued to keep that hamster wheel chugging? My argument is no. I think that this is exactly what we need. We needed a moment of the hamster wheel to have everybody jump off and think about stuff, do other stuff for a while. Now, six weeks have passed, eight weeks have passed, depending on where you are and how long you've been off for. So what do we go back and do? What do we go back and do? Do we take this as an opportunity for creativity to take hold? Do we take this as an opportunity to not return to unessential work and instead find something that, since it's unessential anyway, is somewhat more satisfying personally? or satisfying artistically or culturally, is this a time for us to actually affect some change going forward? We know that there's going to be large-scale change in the way that we gather in large groups, concerts, events, sports, all this stuff. It's going to change over the next little while. We don't know how it's going to look, um, and all this stuff still is to be determined. So my argument here is... COVID could be regarded as a good thing. I'm not suggesting, once again, that don't soundbite me saying COVID's great, right? Because we're not suggesting that the disease is a good thing. What we're suggesting is that this natural break in our cycle is perhaps the best opportunity for us to affect some type of change. Could it be regarded in 200 years that COVID was the beginning of the next renaissance? We've already had one. It came from the Black Death. Yes, I'm oversimplifying. But at that time, people did not get back on the hamster wheel um, as it existed. Instead, they built a new hamster wheel. And now it's regarded as one of the most enlightened times ever. There was all this rebirth of information and knowledge and art and music and everything else. Some of the greatest literature and things of history have come from that time. Is this an opportunity for the same? Do we get back on the same hamster wheel at the same speed? Perhaps the hamster wheel keeps going, but perhaps we build another one next to it. Um, perhaps during this time we've seen arguments made by politicians for universal basic incomes. Perhaps we've seen arguments for universal childcare, education, uh, ways to simplify the food chain to ensure better supply. Perhaps the toilet paper chain <laughs> needs to be addressed. Um, 
these are things that I think, these are some of the holes that have been pointed out in our system. These are some of the holes that have been uh, made obvious through this whole process. So do we look back on this as a time that we identified these holes? Society was enlightened and able to fix some of these problems, yet we chose not to. Does this get looked back on as a horrific time? as something that caused decades of recession and economic fallout? Or do we rather look at this as something which caused a greater time? Perhaps this is our moment. Perhaps this is the time that we change what we do. Perhaps our priorities have been refocused. I would like to think that they have. I would like to think that Anyone who is listening has had an additional extra six weeks of times that they didn't think they were going to have before. And they've gotten back to what was important in their world, spent time with family, uh, friends, albeit probably through some online media format. But at least you had time to connect in ways you needed to and hadn't had the, quote, time to before because you were too busy running on that damn hamster wheel. So... Let's see what happens as we all pick things back up again. Um, Perhaps this is, in fact, the time that we think COVID, hmm, that was actually kind of a good thing. Hmm. Wow. Once again, this has been Ridiculous Theories. And today's theory was COVID could be good. Have a great day, everyone. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you soon.